Welcome back to another episode of So Talk to Me. I'm your host, Josh. And with me, as always, is my lovely wife and co-host, Samantha. Hi. How's it going? Good. I figured I'd make it a little bit more official this time. Okay. I don't know. It's you like know. you've never said that in the intro before. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, I've only cool. had 111 other tries. 111. Mm-hmm. But now we're at 112? Yep. It's true. that's what comes after 111. Yeah, it is. It's one more than 111. I know Pretty maths. Cool. There you go. All of them. All, All of the, the maths. maths. <laughs> no, actually, I'm horrible at math. Uh, but plus one is simple enough. Enough so. for me, yeah. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We've really started this one off on the right foot, haven't we? Yay. So, how you doing? I'm good. I'm really tired. Oh, fun. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just, that's just how I am. It's true. In this season. I'm it's just always tired. Part of being pregnant. What? Yep. Got a little baby. What? Growing in the uterus. What? <laughs> uterus? <laughs> was that intentional? I was going to say UD. The and then uterus. I just kept going. Wow. Okay. I don't know. You know how on Happy Rant they just like. Oh, that's true. Shorten yeah. words all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly people though. Well, no. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It's been a while since I've listened, but yeah. But. In yeah. the old UD. <laughs> Got the, the, the baby. Like you yep. can't shorten baby. So I'm full baby. Got the bay and the UD. Yep. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> UD sounds like UTI and it's just, <laughs> that's just weird. I'm just tired. Yeah, that's, that's part of it too. Because the little child is sapping all your energy. Yeah. So that's fun. I, yeah. I put Josie's shoes on the wrong feet today. Mm-hmm. I also tried to put my um my in-ear monitors mm-hmm. in the wrong ears. Yeah. Couldn't figure out why they weren't fitting because they're in the wrong ears. Mm-hmm. So if you have nice headphones that are like molded to your ears, they don't fit if you put them in the wrong ears. Yep. Just for anyone who hasn't used in-ear monitors before. So yeah, that's that's how I'm functioning lately. Yeah. Is barely. <laughs> I mean, not barely, just absent-mindedly. Very much ab- absent-mindedly, yeah. My allergies have been awful. It's mm. been very unusually cold here. Yes. In Austin. It's true. Like 40s. Yeah, well, even like it got 30s, down 40s. to yeah. below freezing, and that never happens in November. Yeah. Like. Weird. Never happens until like February, February yeah. usually. <laughs> yep. so. It's around uh, Valentine's Day that it gets cold. Yeah. Here. So this is, this is very strange. Yeah. I like it, but it's strange. I, uh, I like cold weather for a short amount of time. Well, it hasn't been a short amount of time. Right. But like, like, the kids haven't really been able to go outside. Well, that's because it's mixed with rain. No. You could take them outside if it was just cold. Yeah. I don't know why there was such a But it's there. been wet 
Sorry. My like left ear is sound makes it sound like I'm underwater. Man, oh man. That child is really doing a number on you. No, huh? that's just because of my allergies, which I assume is because of all the temperature changes. And the kids sapping all your energy. You can't fight there you go. Against anything. Yeah. yeah. Normal Austin allergies. But yeah, sorry if I'm like, I don't know, replying late to stuff because I just can't hear very well. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fun. Not. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> talking about how cold it is. Okay, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, been very oddly cold. Makes me kind of nervous for what bum, the winter's going to be like. No, I mean, because was it a few years ago? Our well, our winter was just like spring, basically, like seventies for most of it. There were maybe a couple of a few days sprinkled in there where it got pretty cold, <laughs> but for the most part, it was like sunny and like high sixties, mm-hmm. low seventies. It's always sunny. Oh. Um, and it was awesome. It was when Ollie was a baby. And so like we would go on walks like every day and it was just awesome because it felt amazing outside and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I miss that. Yeah, I want a winter really like winter. that again. 70s? That's not winter. But it was our winter that year. That's was global good. warming. That's not winter. Yeah, apparently. Because we have an unusual cold spell Mm -hmm. this season. Yep. Climate change. That's what you call it when it's not warming. It's just climate change. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, when the weather changes. So seasons? And it's all humans' fault. Particularly Americans for some reason. Gotcha. Yeah. Americans are the worst. Yeah, it's true. We suck. We're horrible. At least we're not China. So anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> so you've had a good week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Besides my allergies being horrible and being mm-hmm. tired all the time and absent-minded. Yes, mm-hmm. it's been a good yeah. week. <laughs> but you do have a baby inside of you. I do, and that so is very exciting. That's cool. Yeah, and my body's just like, oh, hey, this is the fourth time we're doing this, so let's just look pregnant right away. Yeah. I already have a bump, which is kind of weird because I'm only like, I don't know, little a tad over three weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, it, it definitely, I mean, we've talked, to this with, talked about this with a few of our friends now. It definitely raises some questions like, I don't, you know, how do I put this? Basically, was the miscarriage last month actually a miscarriage? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Only time will tell. Right. Exactly. But. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it could, it could be that, I don't know, it wasn't a miscarriage and I'm farther along than I right. think. Or it was, and 
yeah, my body is just like, hey, this is the fourth time around. Let's just amp everything up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or like from a body standpoint. Like, yeah. Because like it, we already got warmed up last month. Right. It didn't take this month, like as soon as it took, your body's just like, okay, yeah. let's do this now. You know, like, it's really common uh, for like women who've had a few pregnancies, like, mm -hmm. or like each pregnancy they start showing sooner. Ah, gotcha. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Well, we'll see further on down the line when we <laughs> get a first ultrasound. Yeah. <laughs> how old this baby actually is. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. But we'll I'm just glad it's there. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. At least we have at least eight months. To prepare. Something like that. <laughs> At least. Cool, cool. Unless it's twins. Unless it is... Wait. Oh, okay. Then they would just come earlier? Twins are usually early? Is no, I saying? just mean like there would be a lot more preparation involved with that. But it would going still be eight months. Probably. Yeah. Going from two to four kids. Mm-hmm. Right. It gives me some anxiety. But it's still the same amount of preparation. It just... Right. I was just bringing up the thought of having twins. Oh, I wasn't gotcha. really... Yeah. What if it's triplets? Maybe that's why you're showing so quickly. Yeah. There's like three little... What, what, sesame what seeds Sesame, sesame seeds. Okay. I was like, not sunflower seeds. That's too big. Three little sesame seeds hanging out. Kicking each other. Punching each other in the face. They don't know no. how to move. Oh. Breathing through their gills. Just no. kidding. I know humans don't have gills. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> moving I'm just, on. I'm just making stupid jokes. I don't know why. I guess I'm tired too. Which is funny because I slept more last night than I have in like months, which is crazy. Yeah, you were in like a super good mood this morning. <laughs> Maybe that was why. I don't know. Um, I noticed it was it was weird because I tried to not that you're like often in a bad mood you were no, just like good. particularly I don't know just cheery and mm. I don't know just, you just seemed like really happy to be here and play with the kids even though like I know you had stuff that you were trying to work on mm -hmm. you weren't like getting frustrated yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was it maybe it was extra sleep. I don't know. But basically what ended up happening is I'm I want to try and start getting up even earlier. And in order to do that, I want to go to bed earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just like, you know, skimp on sleep. Um, so I tried to get up early this morning, five thirty, and my body like I came downstairs, and my body was like, you know what'd be great is if you lay down on the couch. And so I did that until like seven <laughs> twenty. Something like that. So it was another <laughs> almost couple of hours. So Oh wow, so the kids didn't get up until then? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think the first time I woke up was like seven and then I heard Josie coming down the stairs at like seven twenty. Mm. Pretty sure that's what happened. I don't know. I was kind of in a daze. I would have probably continued sleeping had she not come downstairs. Which is weird. So 
Anyways, I got a lot of sleep is all that I'm saying. It's probably not going to happen for quite a while. Yeah, because we went to bed at like 10.30. Yeah, yeah. Which is really early for you. Yeah, yeah. I I was trying to make it to bed even earlier, but um, yeah, it just didn't end up happening. So how was your week? It's been good. Yeah, it's been out of the ordinary. Yeah. Actually. That's why I asked. It's been kind of weird. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Man, oh man. So should I tell the whole story or should I just give an overview? An overview, basically, I, I, I don't think I mentioned it on last week's podcast, but I had a staff retreat that, I, that we went on uh, Monday, Tuesday. And so that was good. It was um, our, our lead pastor kind of wanted to talk about these different, uh, he, he's really into like leadership in general, and we've talked about that on the podcast before. Um, and so like really trying to equip everyone on staff to be good leaders in their different areas of ministry. And to be able to train up other leaders as well. So there's a group, a leadership group, I think they're called Giant. And he knows the guys pretty well. Like, uh, he has some sort of an affiliation with them. But he's worked with their, like, leadership curriculum at his previous church. Anyways, uh, this Giant group works with tons of different people, like companies. They're they're huge. Um, but they are... They're giant. Yeah. Hey, I didn't even mean to do that. But yes, um, but they are Christian guys and they actually like the way that my, our, my lead pastor had said it was, you know, like they, they pulled a lot of these principles from scripture, but they just put it in like corporate speak just so that just because their business is not specifically for the church, it is for just leadership in general. Mm. Um, but the leadership principles that they pull are from scripture. So anyways, uh, we, we, and my lead pastor just wanted to talk about, um, some leadership principles and it had to do with kind of, um, leadership styles and, and it's what they call the five voices, which is kind of like a personality test type thing. I know a lot of, they mentioned that kind of a lot of these five different, uh, voices that they talk about are pulled from their amalgamation of like the Myers-Briggs type personality tests. And I know we've talked about these personality tests that we've taken before and kind of our views on that. But um, we just went a bit deeper with these voices as a staff, kind of like categorizing a lot of how we, um, how we process information basically and how we disseminate information. And so it, it'll help us to, to recognize how we lead and how we interact with others on staff. And it was really eye-opening because like, being in, you know, a room with, you know, 25 people or so who all have like these different perspectives, um, just how, um, specifically these different ways of looking at the world, um, affect, uh, motivation and things like that. And so, you know, reading off some of the way that people view, um, the way that people talk and, and lead and stuff like that. And it it was just interesting to see like how differently we process information. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and one of the, one of the key factors I think when learning, you know, about your personality and the way that you're wired is learning your blind spots mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, um, the, you know, cause you need to be told, I mean, the, I think that's a big, uh, 
a big positive side, difficult side of marriage is um, recognizing where you suck because um, the other, your spouse will point it out to you (laughs) or will convict you (laughs) because of the areas that you suck in that you didn't realize that you sucked so bad in. (laughs) Um, So anyways, this was kind of similar to that. incredibly articulate of you. (laughs) Was it? I just did suck like 10 times. I know. That's why I was uh, being sarcastic. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just thought it was funny. So I thought I'd be sarcastic because gotcha. you're always sarcastic. I thought you'd appreciate it's it. It's true. I am. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> learning about, yeah, just, just blind spots and things like that um, was really interesting. And it's, it's fun to, so on the one hand, it's fun to like learn about yourself and learn about your flaws and see how you can remedy those things. Um, but then also, because I'm kind of a competitive person just a little bit, um, like reading some of the things and being like, no, that doesn't really describe me. Like, I'm, I might be an outlier on, on that, you know, kind of picking it apart. Like, uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, like, for instance, in my personality type, um, according to these, these five voices, um, one of the things that, that is typical is that y- you require a good amount of personal time with, uh, with like your higher ups in order to feel valued. And I was like, I don't think so. Like may- maybe because our staff is pretty relational in general and we do, you know, cut- I-, I work pretty closely with my boss um for a lot of the time but honestly i mean he's going to be gone this next week like that i I don't mind like i'll still get my stuff done like i don't need him and he doesn't like he is he's so hands-off in general anyways but just like i i i don't think that describes me that's one place where you know just looking purely at this personality type like no that that's not really me i can work by myself and actually when i said that uh the pastor had asked what my secondary voice was because, you know, out of the five. Um, and uh, the second one, basically one, one of their characteristics was uh, you enjoy working alone. And so he's like, that's probably why is like, you, you just lean more towards that. And so I was like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, just an amalgamation of a bunch of different ones. But I've said it on the podcast before is like personality tests in the past have frustrated me because um, I feel like I'm kind of all over the place with a lot of them and, and they rarely kind of peg me a hundred percent of the time. You know what I mean? Like I I don't really find my identity in like whatever personality it's been given. And like I said, maybe it's because I'm, I'm a little, um, well, I mean, that's good. You shouldn't, Find your identity in a personality test. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. I mean, but you easily can't. That's, I mean, that's I don't know. where it gets really unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. See, I agree. Um, it. I just feel like people do that. You know, like they. Yeah, and they shouldn't. Yeah, that's not healthy. Yeah, it seems to be a common thing for people who really like, who uh, are really big on personality tests. You know what I mean? Whether it's something really small of like you know. 
what Harry Potter house do you fall into kind of a thing to something like the Enneagram where it's like, oh, I'm definitely, you know, I'm a seven all the way and everyone else needs to learn what they are so that they can learn about themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think people can have an unhealthy obsession with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, they can be helpful, but. Well, definitely. Actually, that was the other part. And you know, when I mentioned, like, should I tell this, the whole story? I've been reading a book about the Enneagram. And um, th- we've talked about it. We've had an episode on the Enneagram in the past when we took a look at it. And uh, one of the biggest things about Enneagram is I feel like it's pegged me much better than any other personality test because there's a specific Enneagram number that incorporates the other numbers like like that can basically shapeshift into other personality types depending on who you're interacting with it's basically someone who's very relational and is able to uh like it's it's t- typically called the peacemaker um but can take on character traits of other personalities and so it was like dang it i think like this one is actually kind of getting close to my personality <laughs> Like it's not just, um, it's what not number just is that? nine. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, I've been reading this book about the Enneagram and it's, uh, it, it goes into more depth about it. And kind of the big thing with nines with peacemakers is that you tend to focus on the needs of others so much that you lose sight of like what you want in life. And, uh, that honestly, that hit me pretty hard (laughs) as, as it talked about it in the chapter. And the book is great, um, because it actually, it started off by saying like, this book is going to come off kind of negative and that's intentional because we want you to see like the, the blind spots of your personality, like the parts that you don't want to address, like the stuff that you actually need to work on. It's written by a Christian guy. Um, a former pastor. And so he, he does say like, you can't work on this alone. Like you need to go to God in order to, to work on these things, but this is going to come off negative. We're going to have positive things to say, but it's going to come off negative um, because we need you to like, you need to be able to see this part of yourself. Um, And so I really appreciated like that. You know, he also talks about how like you basically don't weaponize this information like this is for you to work on this is not for you to point out flaws in other people basically um and so anyways yeah the the book has has kind of hit me pretty hard of just like oh man yeah i guess i guess i do have that problem um and kind of sitting down and asking like what it is that i want and and so some of those things were um how shall I put it, were confirmed at this staff retreat as well. And so it felt kind of like a double whammy of just like, oh man, (laughs) I've got personal stuff I need to work on for a while. But you also Um, got a lot of encouragement. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, no, it's, um, how shall I, how do you, how do you put it? It, um, I can't think of the right words, but basically it's a kind of pain that leads to um, to better things, you know, like trying to better yourself. So yes, it, while it was certainly encouraging, it also has, um, the, the, the sense of like, man, I'm 30 years old and I need to be better than I am. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, 
sure, I still have a lot of life to live, but it's just like, what have I been doing with my time? <laughs> so you've that's been, fun. You've been providing for your family? Yes. Yes. So far. So, yeah. No, it's, uh, it, yeah, it is good. It's just a little like, ah, man. Um, recognizing things about myself that need fixing that I have not um, really fought to address in the past. And so it, it just has the tendency to, you know, make me a little frustrated with myself and upset at myself that I haven't, that I'm not where I thought I was that makes sense but in the long run it is a good thing because it'll help me straighten myself out you know what i mean so so it is good it's just like it's just frustrating i want to win <laughs> so that's fun that's that's kind of a big part of where my head has been at the past week is like learning about my personality and trying to fight against it and it's funny actually you know because we're on the podcast um, recognizing that, you know, if you're, if you're looking at the Enneagram number nine, because, uh, one of the abilities of the, of the nine, because it takes on different personality traits of other personality types, um, depending on who you're talking to, I, I think that's why I can kind of, um, you know, I, one of the things that I talk about on this podcast a lot is that I want to find a balance, like they're different extremes. And I try and uh, see different sides of an issue, if that makes sense. Um, and I think part of that is because of my personality of being able to, to like see things from different perspectives. Now, that makes it difficult to ever come to an actual decision. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's all good, but it's just funny thinking about it in terms of, you know, something like this, like podcasting and like, oh, I didn't know that I could talk this long. I think it's because I kind of go back and forth on air. And maybe it's because I never really come to any conclusions. So I can just talk and talk and talk. And here we go. You just put a microphone in front of me. It's just funny because, you know, like I said, I've never really thought of myself as a super talkative person, but here we are, 112 episodes in, and I'm still talking. Yep. Well, I know this has been a short one, and there's, you know, I'm sure there's more things that we could talk about, but that little baby is draining you of all of your energy. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> so I think we're just going to cut it off right here, like an umbilical cord. Just chop it right off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got babies on the brain. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> Do you have any recommendations before we sign off? <laughs> Are you okay? Sorry, it's just your umbilical cord thing <laughs> threw me off. Uh, I recommend uh, doing a delayed clamping. Yep. With an umbilical good one. cord. Mm -hmm. You're having a baby. <laughs> it's true for all you pregnant mothers out there. <laughs> um... <laughs> Wow. See, it just threw me off. Anyways, 
Now I'm like thinking about birth and everything. Just, okay. Stop. Stop. What, what were you talking about? Recommendations. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, I can think of something that I think that you would recommend. What? What you've been watching on your phone. Disney Plus? Yeah. It's fun. I don't know. I know I don't some people have issues with Disney. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, we talked about last week how ABC held back that story. And ABC's owned by Disney. So yeah. Disney's a big evil mega corporation. Big yeah. evil mega corporation. <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean they they canned the Epstein story, yeah. That's pretty messed up. Yeah, I don't know uh don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, my brain is just like completely shut off. What was I even talking about? Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Oh Oof. sorry. <laughs> that baby's gonna be really smart because it's just sapping all your brain energy. Gonna be really what? Smart. Oh, smart. All three For of some them. reason I thought you said small. I was like, <laughs> what? Why was that doesn't make sense? Because the brain makes it small. Anyways. Or maybe it's just dividing the energy between uh, three little brains. And that's why it's I'm taking not so much triplets. Please stop. I mean, you don't know. Please it stop. might happen. Wow, jump from two to five. That'd be insane. Do you think it'd be two boys and a girl? I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know if I would, I mean, sure, if you enjoy Disney movies and shows and you mm-hmm. want to be nostalgic, mm-hmm. yeah, get Disney Plus. If you don't, then don't. I don't know. I'm not like a big, yeah, get Disney Plus. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it, but. Yeah, you got super excited when I mentioned it. So. Yeah. Because I am very susceptible to nostalgic things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. But I don't know what else I would recommend, though. Okay. I guess you don't have to. Sleep. That's what I recommend. Yeah. Sleep is pretty good. It's, it's pretty nice. Hence why we're ending this episode early. Um, the only thing that I can think of to recommend is the book that I, I've read, listened to, um, about the Enneagram. It's called The Road Back to You by Ian Cron. Um, just fair warning, he does start off with quite a sensational story about, you know, how Enneagram changed his life. That had me kind of rolling my eyes of like, oh, well, yeah, you hit rock bottom and then you learned about the Enneagram and all your problems were solved. Like, it, it for a while I was like, do I even want to keep listening? Because like, yeah, this <laughs> dude is just like a hundred percent sold on the Enneagram. Like, am I even gonna enjoy this? Because I'm not a hundred percent sold. Like, yeah, you can learn some cool stuff, but he gets more level headed. Is all that I'm trying to say. So, um, but I I do recommend the book. I enjoyed it. It certainly helps you to learn. You know, and and especially as someone who, according to the Enneagram can take on different personality traits, listening through the entire book and learning about all the different personalities kind of, yeah, just brought up a lot of things that like, oh yeah, I do that. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's true. I need to fix that, you know, just stuff to work on. So 
Um, I've enjoyed it, but like I said, it's, it's kind of a frustrating enjoyment, <laughs> if that makes sense. So uh, The Road Back to You by Ian Cron. I got it from the library, so it's pretty nice. Coolio. Yep, as usual. Coolio. You keep bringing him up. I don't even know the guy. Okay, well, I think we're done then. Sorry, I forget so, we're like, there's only microphones in front of our faces <laughs> and people can't see like the motions that I make. Yeah, that's true. The um, shrugs, the eye rolls. Yeah. The just closed eyes because you're falling asleep. Yep. All right, well, similar to every other episode, we suggest that you go talk to your spouse. Unless they're like falling asleep, then please don't go up to them and be like, hey, we have to have like a really important conversation right now. That is that's not true. the time or place. Mm-hmm. That's true. It'll <laughs> that's probably just going to cause an argument probably. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're pregnant with triplets. Okay, bye. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself.